You are listening to Retire Texas Style, the podcast. We appreciate you joining us. You know, Steve, we get calls each and every single week on the show, and a lot of people have been listening to you for years. Some people just tuned in for the first time, but they're still wanting to kind of get to know you a little bit, which, I mean, it makes sense, right? You're helping them make some pretty serious decisions. So when it comes to questions that we should be asking our financial advisor about retirement, I think a simple one is, okay, well, why do you do what you do? What do you like about your job? But what else can we ask? If you're going to work with somebody, you need to find out what their passion is. You know, how can they make a difference for you and how they've made a difference for people in other clients? What is it that makes them tick? I think that's so important. You know, you bring up a fiduciary. It's so important that we put the client's interests first before ours. That is so very important. Mm -hmm. You know, it's important to find out how they get compensated. It's really important. How are you going to keep my information private? How do you handle that in your office? Privacy is so important. You know, one of the things I learned the hard way, Jess, is I would go out to dinner and I would see some people and I was friendly to them, but I was really cautious. And I tell people now, you know, when I see you out at dinner, I'm going to be friendly, but you're my client and your information is most private and I'm not going to update you in front of the whole restaurant. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I've had, I've had people come see me in a review and say, well, you weren't very friendly. No, I was friendly. I just, it's so important to keep what's private, private. I want to make sure you get the website again. It's retiretexasstyle.com. Again, the phone number 1-800-371-6461. Uh, Steve, I was reading about a study by Capital One. They found that the average age at which somebody inherits money is 51, meaning that the money comes just about time when they're trying to boost his or hers nest egg. So let's pose this hypothetical question. Suppose I'm in my 50s. I inherit maybe fifty dollars to $100,000, and I want to use that money to improve my retirement prospects. Talk about my options. Well, it's so important not to waste it. What people usually do, I see it so often, Jess, is they get $100,000. Well, you know, my wife's car's really, you know, three years old. It's got about 60,000 miles on it. So we're going to get our new car. I need $15,000. Well, they go shopping and they end up using $25,000. And then, you know, gosh, we've really been needing to do some remodeling to our kitchen, our bathroom. And there's another $15,000. And when it comes down to the rubber meeting the road and using the inheritance for, you know, for the future, mm -hmm. it never happens. It absolutely never happens. So I think it's so important to decide you're going to use the money, you know, put it in something that will create an income stream down the road when you retire, put it to work for you. We can help you do that, but you have to have that end goal in mind. You know, I tell people a lot and live good now and have a great retirement or you can live great now and have an okay retirement. Mm -hmm. You know, it's different strokes for different folks. What do you want? You know, I also think there are people that have gone without their whole life and they're going to live this fabulous retirement. They're going to travel and do this and they never do it. So I also don't agree with that strategy. I think it's everything in moderation. Mm -hmm. And you, let's talk about that. I mean, that's a different state of mind is that, you know, you've worked however long, 30, 40 years, and you're taught to save, 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 and cut back and cut back. And then when it comes time to spend the money, 
it's a little difficult. All of a sudden, people panic. Well, if I take that big you know, trip or if I buy that beach house, what if this or what if that? They start to panic a little bit. So let's talk about your process and, and letting your clients know that, no, 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 it's okay to spend the money that you saved. Well, I kind of have a little strategy. It kind of came from the first or second grade, but it works perfect. <laughs> I go buy some poster board. I hand them some poster board, Mm -hmm. tell them to take it home, and they can print it out of magazines, off the internet, they can draw it, whatever. But put what your dreams are together. If you're not dreamers, you know, one person can do it, a couple, but I think if you're a couple, you need to do it together to get on the same page. You have to figure out what you want to do. You know, um, I've had people that all their lives are always going to have this great retirement. They talk about it, but they never do it. They stay home and watch TV. Now, that's great for a lot of people, but if you really wanted to do it, go do it. You know, that's why it's so important we sit down and develop the plan. We need to provide enough money for you to do what you want to do. And, you know, traveling all 50 states or going to Europe every summer costs more money than staying home a lot of mm-hmm. times for a lot of people. So we need to design that plan for you. It's all about you and what you want. You know, no one ever gets to redo retirement. So we really need to make it what it needs to be. You know, Derek and I went to New Mexico last uh, week and met with this really neat prospective client. And we put a plan together for him. And it was really neat. He had had a lot of children and he that's how he was going to enjoy his life with his kids and that's how he was doing and he's in the sandwich generation he was taking care of his wonderful father and also his young kids mm-hmm. so you know he's got a busy life he you know he's saved he's done all the hard work but he's getting to do what he wants to do and just that's what's so important it doesn't matter what i think you ought to do it's what you think you ought to do and have the money to do what you want to do. I'm Steve Hoyle. I've been doing this 31 years. Everything that I've learned is from my clients. And I hope when you come to see me that I'm going to learn something new from you because I learn every day. You know, when I graduated from Texas Tech in 1986 with a finance degree, everything's changed. Mm -hmm. Everything's changed, Mm -hmm. Jess. And you know what really matters when you're dealing with that phase of life called retirement is what retirement looks like for you. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of Retired Texas Style on the podcast. Stay tuned. More episodes to come. And as always, get more details on the website, retiretexasstyle.com. Talk to you soon. Hoyle Financial Group is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Bonus annuities may include higher surrender charges, longer surrender charge periods, lower caps, higher spreads, or other restrictions that are not included in similar annuities that don't offer a premium bonus feature. Read your contract for restrictions, limitations, or penalties. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Hoyle Financial Group. Texas Insurance License Number 1719183.